now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Shaping Success. I am your host, Wes Tankersley. If you can do me a real big favor right now, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please like, share, and review the podcast. It helps us grow. It helps us reach more people and reach the potential that we are looking for. Before I get started here, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about a podcast that I listened to this morning. I was checking out my friend Jason's podcast, Waking Up With Wonder. When I was listening to it, his podcast was about two heroes, and it just started to make me think about who my heroes were growing up and the people who inspired me to be who I am today. You know, And that's changed over time. But when I was younger, I was pretty good at football, and that was kind of the sport that I wanted to take after. And I grew up in the 80s. You know, I was born in 1980. I'll be 40 this year. And one of the big teams at the time when I was growing up in California was the San Francisco 49ers. They were actually my favorite team. And none other than Joe Montana was their quarterback at the time. Hall of Famer. People will always say that Brady has more rings. But in my opinion, Joe Montana is the best quarterback of all time. And it's kind of hard because they're in different eras. But you think about that. You think about Jordan. You think about LeBron. You think about Kobe. All these different people in different eras in the game is just different. Joe Montana wrote a book called Winning Ways, Joe Montana's Winning Ways, and that was something that I listened to recently. But I, as a high school athlete, played football. I was an offensive lineman, but I always wanted to be Joe Montana. I always wanted to be that quarterback. That was kind of the hero that I had growing up, you know? I mean, obviously, you have your dad is always your big hero. As far as like athletes go and people you looked up to, Joe Montana was the guy. And listening to his book on Audible, there was just so many things that made me really wonder and contemplate how athletes get where they are. A lot of times people, as a younger kid, I was sitting there thinking, man, I got to work really hard. And there's these kids that are just athletes. They just make things happen. They do it for themselves. They don't have to work for it. I said they do it for themselves, but they really, really felt like they were just really talented. You know, they had this God-given gift to be excellent, to catch every ball that was thrown at them, to run really fast, to do all those things. It just kind of made you wonder why you had to work so hard. Well, the reality now, you know, 22 years later, is that I had to work hard and they were working hard as well, you know, for the most part. I mean, there's obviously that kid who's just sick, talented, and can do whatever they want. And you always sit there and you look at it and you go, man, I wish I had that. But the thing about that, these athletes that excel, these athletes that become pros are the ones who work twice as hard. And if you read that book or listen to that book, Joe Montana's Winning Ways, You'll understand in the mind of how this little guy, because he wasn't very big, made it and won, you know, the Super Bowls that he did and one of the very best quarterbacks of all time. And we'll go down as that. So I want to talk about a little quote here. He says, this is from Joe Montana himself. He says, yeah, it's nice to look up to people, but the more you try to be somebody else, the less you are yourself. Thinking about that quote, you really have to see that we do look up to people, we try to be people, we try to emulate, emulate people, but that's really not our true self. And had I tried to be a quarterback over and over again, I probably would have never made it because I was just too big. I wasn't the right size for a quarterback. I could have accepted that. I mean, you look at some of these quarterbacks now and they're big dudes. I was 6'3", 260 pounds when I was in high school. There are some NFL quarterbacks that are that big. I just had to be willing to work for that or I had to be talented enough. You have to have some of that gift. But when you try to emulate that, you lose who you are because you're trying to be someone else. You need to strive to be the best you that you can be. 
you can control that. You can't do control what, what other people have. And I was sitting there talking about how I would look at other people and go, oh man, that guy's just lucky. You know, he's just talented. He just doesn't have to work hard. But you lose sight of who you are. You lose sight of what's important because you're not doing the things that you need to do to make you better. You're not controlling the things that you can control, which is how hard you work, how talented you are, all those things, they'll come. We talked about last time in last episode about taking care of the small things, you know, as far as like even pulling weeds on a baseball field. You take care of all those little small things, all the little small things, and the big things will take care of themselves. Because when you combine it, when you combine all the little things, it turns into a big thing. And I coached baseball and I would always talk to the kids about that. It's like a home run or a run is the end result that we want when we're playing baseball, right? We want to score more runs than the other team. The run's the end result. So yes, you could hit a home run, right? Which is very rare in high school baseball. I'm pretty sure that when I coached, I know for sure when I coached, I saw one home run. Out of all the four years that I coached baseball, five years I coached baseball, I saw one home run. They're rare, right? But how many runs were scored during those seasons? How many runs were scored? Way more than one. I can tell you that. Thinking about that, those small things. So what's a small thing in that situation? The big thing is the run, right? Which you could get by hitting a home run or you can string together a bunch of base hits, move the run over and score them, right? So if all we're concentrating on is getting base hits and making sure that you're, the, you're getting the best at bat you can have, the run will score. The run will happen. And that's kind of where that goes. It's like, what can you do to reach your goal? So you have to know what you want. So you have to think about that one day at a time, one thing at a time. So when you're playing a game or you're in life, what is, it, what is the goal? What is the end result that you want? And what the end result should always be is, like in baseball, I'm going to win that game. So what's it going to take to win that game? You're going to have to outscore your opponent. So what's it going to take to outscore your opponent? You're going to have to get some base hits. You're going to have to field the ball well. You're going to have to take care of all the little small things that make that happen. So with that, it comes with a little bit of pride. You have to have pride in what you're doing. You have to be willing to work twice as hard as everyone else. You have to be willing to do everything correctly. Now, does everything always happen perfectly? No, it doesn't. That's why they have an error, right? Things go wrong. Things don't happen the way that you want them to happen. They never do. Sometimes you get lucky and it happens every time, but people who are successful do not have success right off the bat. They often fail, but what they do is they turn around, they change that, and then they take care of the small thing. They fix that small thing. They find out what it is and repair that situation so that they can reach that end goal. Really simple. An infielder has a ball go between his legs and run scores at home. The next time the ball's hit from him, he thinks about the things that he did before and he fixes them. Was I in the right position? Did I take the right path to the ball? Did I use two hands? Did I make a good throw? I can control that. So now that's what I'm going to do. So you turn around, you go back, you do those things correctly the next time. There you go. You got to hope you get a little run support because you made that mistake. But on the same token, the person who works harder, the person who takes care of all the small things is probably going to outscore the team that did not. Home runs will happen. You can have people who are talented. Something can happen, but you can control all those little things and stop those big things from happening. So you got to strive for excellence. Anyway, this is just the thoughts that I had today when I was listening to Jason's podcast. If you haven't checked it out, he had an exercise on there, which 
at some point I may or may not do. You know, it really got me thinking about heroes and people who I looked up to when I was younger. And the first thing that came to mind was Joe Montana. I mean, that guy was an awesome football player. Uh, one little quick story before I go. He was the quarterback for the 49ers. And when they traded him, I was very upset. You know, here I am trying to think how old I had to be. I was probably 10 or 11 at the time when they trade my very favorite player. This is before I realized that, you know, it's more than just the player that makes the team. But um, he was my favorite player and they traded him to the Kansas City Chiefs. And the Kansas City Chiefs became my team because Joe Montana was my favorite player. And so I started watching the Chiefs and at the end of the time, those of you who know me now, I'm an Indianapolis Colts fan. Well, this is kind of how that happened. So they traded him to the Chiefs and at, the, at that point in time, I was like, I am going to watch Chiefs. So I did for two years and then he retired. When he retired, I was like, man, well, I watched the Chiefs because Joe Montana was the quarterback, right? And so everyone used to talk about how you're a front runner if you like the 49ers because they were winning all these Super Bowls. You know, they even won more after Montana was gone with Steve Young. And I was like, I am not going back to the 49ers. I'm not going to be a front runner. And so I went and I picked the very worst team in the league, the team that had the worst record, which happened to be the Indianapolis Colts at the time. When this happened, quarterback was another person that I really look up to and I really like as well, Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is the coach of Michigan, but he was the 49ers coach at one point. He was at Stanford, the Raiders. And so anyway, that's my story about why I like the Colts. Anyway, if you haven't checked out Jason's podcast, you should check it out because that's what's inspired this one this morning. Uh, Hopefully you are having a great day. We're going to do the live show tonight. Um, If you're listening to this, it is Thursday, the 29th, and then we're going to have the live show tonight. This will go out today. I hope you're having a great day. Until next time, I want to challenge you to find the shape of your success. 